Fountain Gate Chapel presents Wind of Love with Eastwood Anaba. Wind of Love will usher you into the full liberty of the presence of God. Wind of Love comes your way from Monday to Saturday, 11.30 to 12 noon. Eastwood Anaba is a pastor, a teacher, an author, a conference speaker, and an anointed minister of the Word of God. The teaching ministry of Eastwood Anaba combines intense spirituality and sound teaching of the Word of God. Join us on Wind of Love here on Sunny 88.7 FM. Today's word, I call it uh, the road to becoming a revelation. Now, number four, he said, I am going to Jordan and I call Jordan the spiritual pain or struggle or resistance there. I call it spiritual in nature. It's, it's a spiritual pain. It's, it's a place of delays. Jordan is a place of delay. We call it the descending river. And at the descending river, the place of the anointing, the place of the power, Elijah took his mantle, he slapped the face of the river Jordan, and the river split, and Elijah and Elisha went on foot. Elijah went on foot. And the reason is this. Elijah is manifesting the anointing, but Elisha is just watching. There are times in life when you just have to watch anointings, but you yourself... You don't seem to carry anything. Sometimes in life, that is the way it is. You will carry the coat. You will pour water on the hands of a man of God. The person will walk in the anointing. The person will hit the river Jordan. The river Jordan will split. And all you can say is, Quack. Look at wonder. And your name is not on the miracle. But your ability to go through the pain of delay, where your marriage is delayed, your childbearing is delayed, your revelation as a human being, your revelation as a wonder worker, as a businessman, your revelation as an intellectual, your revelation as an adult is delayed whilst you are seeing the manifestation of other people. So Elijah is manifested, Elijah is revealed, Elijah is, is, has appeared and Elisha must remain in the background. I call it delays. So in life, you go through all these pains. You, you go through the discovery stage of your life. Then you go through the devotion stage of your life. Then you go through the denial stage of your life where things, certain things that look very good, but God tells you, no, this one is not for you. You can't have it. You cannot have it. A denial no Paul went to God and prayed to him three times he said take this stone away from me God said no take this stone away from me God said no take this stone away from me God said no but my grace is sufficient for you you must know a pain which sometimes you have to carry throughout your life and sometimes God will just allow this kind of pain to be lodged in you and you must live with it it's so painful it makes you cry it it, 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 it makes you sometimes it depresses you it reduces you in so many ways and god said my grace is sufficient for you so paul will look at it and say i know how to be abased and i know how to abound 
The other one there is the delay. Where you will have to wait. Sometimes wait for 10 years before something happens. Sometimes wait for 20 years before something happens. Sometimes wait for 50 years before something happens. The earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. But anybody who cannot handle delay cannot be manifested. You cannot be revealed. But you know what people? It is only people who, are, who go through struggle. People who go through resistance. People who suffer pain. It is only those people that are revealed. The endless expectation of the creature waited the manifestation of the sons of God. Elisha went through it. I know you like his manifestation when he came and the sons of the prophets bowed down to him. And on, 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 on Thursday night, when I come here for kingdom agreement, I'll be talking about the lordship of the sons of God. The lordship of the sons of God. That even after they have gone through all this pain and all this harassment and all this torture, when they've gone through all this devotion, discovery, when they've gone through these denials and they've gone through these delays, a time is coming when they will be crowned with lordship. But for now, what I want to say is that Elisha went through all the stages. And the Bible talks to us in, in Psalm 66. And it, it confirms the very fact that you just can't appear. No, you can't appear. Appearing in the things of God is not like sitting in your car and you turn on the light. Bah, and the light will just come on. No. You go through something. From one thing to another. So the psalmist said, Thou broughtest us into a net. You laid affliction upon our loins. Verse number 12. You laid affliction upon our loins. You caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. But thou broughtest us out onto a wealthy place. What many people want is the wealthy place. The wealthy place is the revelation. When you come to a place and it's like, whoa. Whoa. That is the revelation. But before the revelation, there are about... Three or four things we must look at. Number one, he said, you brought us into a net. You brought us into a net. It's just like what we, what we went through in the, what, what the, the processes that Elisha went through. That is the kind of thing the psalmist is also talking about. But I want to describe what the psalmist is saying in some other words so that I can capture it in another language with the hope that if Elijah's thing did not print or resonate well in your spirit, when I hit it from the book of Psalms, you will understand it. The first one we are looking at that is restriction. Restriction. This resistance, this struggle, this pain, this suffering captures something called resistance. He said, you brought us into a net. Re re restriction. Restriction. You brought us into a net. I feel like I'm in a cage. People, you can never be revealed until you are restricted. The Bible said John was in the wilderness until the day of his showing forth unto Israel. He said, you have brought us into a net. Somebody under the sound of my voice, you've been brought into a net. A net, God has locked you up in a net. Employment is a net. 
Where sometimes you are employed in somebody's business and they make you cashier for 10 years and God wants to see how you will act as a cashier of somebody's business for 10 years before he gives you your own business. It's a trap. It's a net. And there are many people, Jack, in the net. They will take scissors and cut the net and come out. Some will take fire, burn the net and come out. They are in a hurry to come out and go somewhere. But ladies and gentlemen, until you have the patience to stay in the net, what is outside the net is more dangerous. But if you can wait in the net, you will be a faithful person. David had to wait in the desert, in the wilderness with the sheep until the time that he had to face Goliath. I want to encourage a young man, a young woman under the sound of my voice who is in business, ministry, you are working, you are in family life. You know you want to marry. We know you want to marry. But you will be in your father's net and your mother's net for some time. And you say, daddy, I want to marry. She says, you are not ready. You are not ready. Do you have a job? No. He said, then you are not ready. Where are you going to stay? I am daddy. I will marry her and bring her here. He said, no, no, no. This is not your house. You can't bring a wife here. You must wait until you are working, until you have a room or two rooms where you can stay. You must wait until you are responsible. You are in a net for now. When you are ready, then you will marry. And they said, no, no, no. Whether they like it or not, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. And ladies and gentlemen, we have had a lot of kingdom casualties because many people are not ready for a restricted life. They are not ready to be restricted. I don't want anybody to restrict me. I, I, don't want, I have heard it many times. I don't want anybody to control me. I, and God said, you know what, Israel, I took you and I put you in a net. He said, you have brought us into a net. You have brought us into the net. Can you imagine the way sometimes you feel like you are in a net? You go to your office and you are sitting in the office the whole day. The table is dry. You are just sitting there. And your boss says, you sit there. And the anointing is when your boss comes to you and says, I want to go to break. I want to go and on break and come. And you know this boss is going to enjoy. They are going to eat fried rice and drink and drink malt and return. And you are going to eat um, coffee broke man. Um, the roast plantain and peanut. And you are going to sit there and you are getting so angry. And God said for your manifestation to happen. For your revelation to happen. I need you in a net first. Ladies and gentlemen. You can never live in a palace until you've lived in a net before. You can never live in a palace until you have lived in a net before. Have some patience. It will take a struggle. It will take some pain. You will go through restriction. Restriction. Bell for you to sleep. Bell for you to wake up. It's a restriction. It's a restriction. So he said, you have brought us into a net. And he said, thou laidst affliction upon our loins. Oh, God brought affliction upon them. Sometimes it was the Assyrians. Sometimes it was the Babylonians. Sometimes it was the Syrians. Sometimes it was the Edomites. Sometimes it was the Egyptians. Anytime they sinned against God, God laid affliction on them. I call it retribution. Retribution. So, after restriction, there is retribution. Retribution is when God punishes you for doing a wrong thing. When punishment comes, many people don't want to be punished. I see the whole world is in a net. In fact, Pastor Mike, lockdown is a net. It's a restriction. 
and they call it lockdown. And, and to be honest with you, we have enjoyed the lockdown so much that, that some people even want to be locked down forever. I remember when the president of Ghana said that now we are going to be released a little and we are going to ease the system a little. People said, no, no, no. We want the bondage. We want to hide. We, we want to hide. We don't want to die. In fact, people prefer the net to die in. But the whole world is locked down in semi-lockdown state, partial lockdown, and so on and so forth. God brought us into a net. Um, retribution is one of it too. Retribution is when God is punishing people for our sins. Our unrighteousness. We made things that were not God, God. And then now something comes upon us. I'm not saying God is punishing humankind for our sins. But I'm saying that in your own life, there are things that will happen and it's a punishment from God. It was somebody who went to God. It was Cain who went to God and said, my punishment is too much for me. Retribution. When you go through pain, when you are punished. You, you know what people, anytime you do something wrong against God and God doesn't punish you, you should get very worried. When you keep doing wrong things, wrong things, wrong things, wrong things, wrong things, and there's no retribution, get worried because it is likely you are not a child of God. It's at the endless expectation of the creature. Wait up the manifestation of the sons of God. When you go through a wrong thing, God is waiting for you to repent. When you do a wrong thing, God is waiting for you to repent. So that out of your repentance, God will bring out the revelation of who you really are. But if you do the wrong things and God doesn't bring retribution, he doesn't punish you, he doesn't correct you, he doesn't embarrass you, he does not rebuke you, what God is saying is, I don't need you for anything. If you want to destroy yourself, go ahead and destroy yourself. But when God takes you through retribution, when God, what God is saying is that I have need of you. So I want you to go through the fire. I want you to go through the water. And when you go through all these things, then I will bring out the best that is in you. Anybody who is a revelation, anybody who is a manifestation, and anybody who is an appearing, an appearing has ever gone through pain before the pain of retribution so he said you have brought us into a net you have laid affliction upon us then he said and you have caused men to ride over our heads you have caused men to ride over our heads i call that one repression repression is when you are under pressure when you are subdued by somebody when you are subdued by a force that is stronger than you it is called repression. Every one of us have been repressed by people before. People tormented us and tortured us. Everywhere you go, somebody tries to make a slave of another person, rule of another person, subjugate another person. But I'm telling you people, if you know how to handle repression, you will be revealed. If you know how to be a slave and be a slave well, a slave without bitterness, a slave without anger, a slave without unforgiveness. If you know how to serve and not get bitter and get angry, but if you can humble yourself a little bit, one of the days you are going to shine. The reason people don't shine, the reason they don't get they don't get revealed is because they don't understand how to handle the repression stages of their lives. You have caused men to ride over our heads. You have caused us to be repressed. We went through the fire. And we went through water. But thou brought us out into a wealthy place. The fourth thing is what I call revolution. 
I call it revolution because there is a time it looks like the whole of the kingdom of hell is staging a revolution against you. Everything is turning upside down. You are going through water. You are going through fire. Nothing is working. Flood is carrying some things away. Fire is burning some other things. Your reputation is gone. Your dignity is gone. Your respect is gone. Your peace is gone. Your family is carried away. It's pain and torture everywhere. It's like a wind, a wild wind is blowing everything around you away. I call it a revolution. You go through a, a lot of revolution. Revolution, that stage where there's an overthrow of your life. You have lost the government of your life. You have lost the social order in your life in favor of a new system. Something else has overthrown your life. And right now, the humankind is going through a revolution. Coronavirus has staged a revolution on us. Coronavirus has staged a revolution on us. It has changed many things. Look at the way our church chairs are arranged in the church. In the beginning, it was not so. It was not we who wanted to arrange these chairs this way. Mr. Coronavirus changed the system. It has staged a revolution on humankind. Two meters social distance. Wear no mask all over the place. It's a revolution. And the thing that is causing the revolution is a virus we cannot see. Wash your hands under running water. With soap. Use hand sanitizer. 70-75% alcohol in it. Our lifestyle is changed completely. Don't shake hands. Ghanaians used to like shake hands. Shaking hands. High five. Now you cannot high five. Mr. Virus is dictating everything we do. It's a revolution. But can I prophesy to you that you are going to go through it? He said we went through fire and we went through water. So you are not standing in the fire. You are not standing in the water. But you are walking through it. You are walking through it. You are walking through it. So we see revolution. When some things can come in and change your life. Listen, even paralysis is a revolution. You just get up all of a sudden. You felt sick. They took you to hospital. By the time your eyes open. You try to move your leg and your leg will not move. You ask them what's going on. They say, sir, sir, please. Then they tell you, you suffered a stroke. So you got some paralysis. And you're like, God, is this my life? Sometimes your eyes will open and you realize that one eye is open. The other one is bandaged. And you ask them what happened. They say you lost an eye. They can take you into the theater, roll you out. And by the time you get up, you ask them what happened. They said, you went through hysterectomy. We took out your womb. Oh, if you are not careful, you will cry and cry and cry. Sometimes life can stage a revolution on you. Oh, look at the days of the financial upheavals in the world, which are still ongoing. Some people lost their business. All of a sudden, economic crisis just precipitated an economic revolution in their life. And they lost everything. They lost their houses, they lost their business, they lost their car. Some even lost their families in the process because sometimes you go through some of these challenges and your husband or your wife cannot handle it. Like Job's wife told him, he said, my friend, curse God and die. Because the way I look at you now, you, you, are, not, you, you are worse than a dead man. Revolution. Revolution. You remember in the days of the revolution in Ghana, oh, people lost everything. People lost everything. I remember in Bogatanga, when they forced some people to drink cement water, they put water in cement, stirred it up and gave it to people to drink. And the cement choked them and killed them. 
a revolution can take place in your life forces of darkness can stage it human beings can stage it some factors can stage it sickness can stage the revolution but I'm telling you ladies and gentlemen you will go through the repression you will go through the restriction you will go through the revolution but you will appear in another place which I call the revelation your end is going to be the revelation your end is going to be the revelation. He said, we went through. He said, you, you, brought us, you brought us into a death. That is restriction. Then you laid affliction upon our loins. That is retribution. You caused men to ride over our heads. When men rode over our heads, that is repression. And he said, we went through water. We went through fire. That is a revolution. But thou brought us as out unto a wealthy place. That means that finally we are revealed. Finally we have come to a place of recognition. We have come to the place of impact. We have come to the place of manifestation. May I announce to somebody right now that you have reached a place called revelation. And if you know that your time and your season of revelation where God has brought you to a wealthy place, if you know that you have arrived at that place, I want you wherever you are sitting, somewhere in your house, somewhere in the open place, just get up, stand to your feet right now, lift up your hand and say, wherever I have been, whatever I have been through, whatever I have suffered, my pains, my tears, my shame, my nakedness, all things work together for my good. They all happen so that I can be manifested. You can never be manifested. You can never be revealed without going through these things. The stages of your life are simple. Discovery, devotion, denials, and delays. As for what you will experience and people will do to you, oh, restriction, retribution, repression, revolution. But I'm announcing to you today that your revelation is now. Apocalypsos, your appearing. Lift up your hand and talk to God. Come on. That is why you should stop crying about the things that are happening to you. And get up. Jesus. The place of revelation. Be revealed. Be revealed. Be revealed, be revealed, be revealed, be revealed, be revealed, be revealed, be revealed. Somebody come and talk to him, be revealed. Oh, Jesus, when the music fades. All is stripped away And I simply come oh, oh. Longing just to bring Something that's over That will bless your heart I bring you more than 
for a song in his hand. He is not what you have required. You search my deeper within to the way things appear. You're looking into my heart. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. King of endless words, no one could express how much you deserve. Though I'm weak and poor, all I have is yours. Every single prayer, I'll bring you more than a song. For a song in itself is not what you have required. You search my deeper within to the way things appear. You're looking into my eyes. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you. Jesus, I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I did. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. It's all about you. all about you Jesus say it's all about you it's all about you oh, oh, oh. it's all about you Jesus you know we're just singing that song it's all about you I realize that anytime I got frustrated Anytime I got angry. Anytime I didn't want to submit to the discovery, to the devotion, 
to the denial and to the delay it was because I forgot about Jesus solo and I was thinking about me when it was all about me I got frustrated but when it was all about him my revelation came and as, when there's restriction and there's retribution and there is repression and there is a revolution that the devil and people have launched against your life if it is all about him you will survive but if it is about your respectability it is about your reputation it is about your reward respectability reputation reward if it is just about these you will never be revealed oh thank you jesus king of endless word no one could express how much you deserve though i'm weak and poor Thank you for listening to Wind of Love with Eastwood Annabelle. For prayer and counseling, please call Eastwood Annabelle Ministries on 0302-734-157 and Fountain Gate Chapel Empowerment Pastures on 0302-912-752 or visit www.eastwoodannabelle.com until Eastwood Annabelle comes your way same time tomorrow. Stay blessed with lots of love.